Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Rose, want to grab a drink? The happiest hour of the week starts now. Sit back, relax, and enjoy because Because the the drinks drinks are on us. (laughs) Welcome back to Drinks on Us. I'm Riley. And I'm Rose. We're so excited for another episode of Drinks on Us. Today on this episode, the meat of what we're going to talk about is all things organizing. This is like Riley and I's love language. (laughs) Um, I feel like it is such a good time of year too, at least for me and some other people I've talked to. I feel like after all the summer travel and craziness as you like go into fall and a new season and the last half of this year, just like being able to be organized and clear and clean in your life is just so therapeutic mentally and physically. So we're going to share some different tips when it comes to work-life organization, planners, balancing all the things, cleaning um, your house. I mean, you name it. We're going to get so into it and hopefully we can give you guys some nice tips and tricks and things that have worked for us um, along the way. So without further ado, Rye, what is in your cup tonight? Yay. So I am actually drinking a mocktail. I did a lemon spindrift in a wine glass, of course, with ice. And I wanted to do a cute little lemon garnish, but I didn't have any lemons. So I did blueberry like you did last week. So I'm drinking like a lemon blueberry spritz. It's actually so delicious. I think everything tastes better in a wine glass. (laughs) Everything, literally. Yes. What are you drinking? Okay. So I made a mocktail as well. I'm on the mocktail train as well. Um, Tonight... You guys can probably see it, but how cute is this? I mean, it's stunning. I know. It has like an ombre. I didn't even try to do that. I'm going to take a quick sip. What's in it? So I have some thyme in my mouth, which is kind of a little um, (laughs) part I didn't think about, but it's like a cherry cherry mocktail spritzer. So it's basically cherries, sparkling water, maple syrup with some thyme and lime. It's so, so good. Um, and honestly it feels like I'm drinking a cocktail cause it has all the like goodies that you feel. And obviously, like you said, a nice glass makes everything feel like a cocktail. Yes. Honestly, justice for cherries. I like forget about them. They're oh so gosh. good. 
Sorry. You still got the time in there? I got the time. <laughs> I got to figure out that in the recipe. I'm just going to dispose of that. <laughs> um, I love cherries. I feel like they're an underrated fruit. What do you think? Yes. But the only thing is that I hate having to eat it with the pit in the middle. And then like, where do you put the pit? That's the only annoying thing. I feel like that's why I don't eat them that much. I know. I know. I agree. I had to take the pits out to muddle the cherries as well, but I feel like it's a perfect time because I actually filmed before we um, are filming right now. I filmed making myself this mocktail and Riley and I are starting a new series on our Instagram drinks on us pod. It is called the happy hour club and we're so excited about it. We heard some of your guys' suggestions on sharing different cocktail and mocktail recipes. And so we'll share some of our absolute favorite diehard go-tos, but we'll also um, find some that we've been wanting to make and we can have them up our sleeves so we can all enjoy the same ones or you just have them in your pocket for your next girl's night in, um, happy hour, whatever the case may be. So be on the lookout on our Instagram. It's going to be a fun weekly new segment. So I love it. I had some mishaps and maybe leave the time out when you watch the recipe if you don't want to have some time <laughs> in your sips, but maybe a straw would be a solution there. Yeah, for sure. I cannot wait for that segment. It's going to be so fun, but tell me about your weekend and how's your week panning out so far? My week is off to a great start and things are going well this week. I had a really relaxing weekend. Um, I didn't have much on my agenda, which was nice because I feel like I haven't been able to say that in a while. Um, we kind of just laid low and hung out. I am obsessed with claim to fame. Have you ever heard? Okay. So I only know it because of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like not into TV shows at all, but when we were in Florida, my mom got me hooked and it's the second season is airing right now. Um, but the first season is still on, I think it's on Hulu and Ryan and I are watching it and it's so fun when you're in a good show. It's like the most mindless show. So it's not like yeah. a very heavy, but yeah, we kind of just watched that grilled out, hung out. Um, and yeah, now I'm just kind of plugging and chugging this week, but I'm excited to talk about organizing cause I'm kind of in that headspace right now. So it's very fitting. Yay. I'm so glad yeah. you had a relaxing weekend. So Kate and I are actually watching 1883, which I feel like is polar oh, opposite yeah. from yeah. claim to fame. <laughs> very <laughs> much good. so. It's not new. Like people have been telling us to watch it forever, but mm-hmm. we just started it. We're hooked and it's really good. It's like the prequel to Yellowstone. So oh, yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. you would like it cause you love Yellowstone. I haven't even finished it to be honest, but I need to, are you, are you fully? Yes. You need to finish it. It's so good. I know. I'm really, that's like one of my toxic traits is I can't finish shows. I don't know why. I just like it. You're like crazy kind of. I know. I know. It's definitely serial (laughs) killer vibes. Um, (laughs) but what about your weekend? I didn't get to hear about it here. How here? Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) I didn't also hear how your week is going as well. Um, My weekend was pretty chill too. I'm like trying to think of what we did. We had a day out on the town with my parents. We went to a birthday party. Um, On Sunday, I had an extremely chaotic morning that I want to tell you about because I just keep thinking about it and I want to know what you would have done in this situation. So I'll tell you the story and then we can get into everything. But um, so you know how getting your nails done is sometimes just the most annoying thing to do. Like you don't have time to sit there for an hour or two. And it's just like, there's never good, a good time. So my mindset was like, I go to the same guy every time. His name's Steven. He's so meticulous. He's so cute. He doesn't speak a lot of English, but like, he's so sweet and he does my shape so well. He just, 
I love it. So I made an appointment for Sunday morning. I'm like, perfect. I will go right when they open. I don't have anything to do on Sunday morning. We, I knew we had a birthday party that afternoon, but I was like, I'll go right when they open. So I made the appointment for 10 a.m. I hate being late. I'm so type A going along with the episode. And so I was like trying to do too much before I left for the appointment and I was rushing to get there, but I pulled into the parking lot. I looked at the clock in my car. It was 10.02. So they open at 10. I pull in at 10.02. I walk into the nail salon. As soon as I'm walking in, this woman is walking and sitting down at Steven's chair, my guy for my 10 a.m. appointment. And you know how you walk in and they're like, hi, how can we help you? I'm like, I have a 10 a.m. appointment with Steven. And I saw panic like go through everyone's eyes. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't know what was going to happen. And so this woman takes me to her chair and she starts immediately wrapping my, because I get dipped, she wraps my hands in foil. And she's like, oh, Steven, he waited so long for you. I'm like, it's am I late? You guys open at 10. I guess I need to come like extra early next time. And so she's wrapping the foil in my fingers. I'm like, okay, she's probably going to put me with someone else so that I can be out of here quicker. Mm -hmm. And so she wraps my fingers and they have me wait there while Steven does this other woman's nails. I sat there for an hour with foil on my fingers, (gasps) a full hour. So I didn't get in his chair until 11 o'clock. And the worst part about it was that I had foil on my hands. So I couldn't even like look at my phone or text or go on Instagram Shit. to pass the time. And so oh my gosh, I was so mad. I was like mad at this poor woman who was getting her nails done by Steven, but it wasn't her fault. Yeah. And I wanted to be mad at Steven, but like, you can't be mad, I guess. But like two minutes and I had an appointment. They should at least I... wait maybe 10 minutes. Don't you think before giving uh, it away? Yeah. I mean... I guess like being nice is like not being mad, but I feel like I would be annoyed for sure. I mean, I can't believe you didn't leave. Okay. That's the other thing the whole time. So I had to leave at 12 o'clock to get somewhere by one o'clock. And so the whole time I'm thinking how late I'm going to be, I was like sweating. I was so panicked. The foils are my nails. I can't even text Kate and tell them what's going on. And yes, if they hadn't already started soaking my dip off, I would have left. Mm-hmm. But I, I was stuck. It was the worst you experience. Were stuck. And so I didn't leave the salon. And so he, I sat down in his chair at 11. I didn't leave his salon until like 12.05. And so I came home. I packed up all my makeup. And I had to do my makeup in the car to get to our destination. But How did that go? Makeup in the car? I mean... I'm- it was fine. Kate was trying to like help me hold the mirror. I was trying to do my eyeliner and my mascara. I like, it was just chaos. Oh. It ended up being fine. We got to our destination, not that late, but like, what would you have done? Would you have sat there too? I just, I didn't know what to do. I feel like I would have been like, were you right by Steven? I would have been like, Steven. I, oh my gosh. I'm only two was, minutes late. I wish you would have called me and said you had like, I know he doesn't speak much English, so that's hard, but I would have been like, can somebody else take me? Like, I have an appointment. I know. Two minutes I really late. should have used my voice. I, like, I wasn't even, like, two minutes. That's not late. No. You could have waited oh my two gosh. But, yeah, I the worst like- part was they made me sit next to this woman, like, right next to where he was doing her nails, so I was just watching. <laughs> Did he? And he said nothing. No, he did say sorry. He was like, thank you oh. for waiting. I'm sorry, but... I mean, I sat there for a full hour. It was bad. Oh my gosh. That like, I get my nails done this week. And so I'm kind of paranoid that, that, that just gives me PTSD. Just get there extra early. (laughs) Okay. Last time I got my nails done, I actually 
was a couple minutes early and normally I'm four to like four to five minutes late. And my nail tech was like, you're so early today. And I thought he was just like joking around because I usually always get my nails done at 11. And I was like, ha ah, like, yeah, I'm on time. Basically him saying I'm early. And he was like finishing up the girl's nails before me. And he was like, I forget how one thing led to another. And he was like, yeah, your appointment was actually at 1130 today. And I was like, I'm <laughs> sick. I was like, I am so sorry. You can take a break. You can do any. Oh, I was like, God. I thought you were saying I was early because I was actually on time. And, um, thankfully the girl before me didn't get any intricate nails. So he started me right at 11 basically. Um, oh my gosh but I'm so used to like that same time. I didn't yeah. even check. I just saw like one, one in my calendar and I was like, Oh, 11 per usual. So yeah, I think I'm going to stick to that trend. So I'm <laughs> not too so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But my morning on Sunday was chaos. I'm just going to have to be early next time. Yeah. Geez. I'm sorry about that. That is such a it's bummer. Okay. Yeah, I know. I keep thinking about mm. it. But if you guys are watching, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice Rose and I are matching today. We're both wearing our bar sweatshirts. Um, I'm sweating. Are you sweating, Rose? I'm kind of hot. Literally sweating. I feel like I'm in a garbage bag, like detoxing or something. (laughs) I need to like roll my sleeves up. But the reason we're wearing our bar sweatshirts is because we are going to be talking about the royal wedding, aka Bridget and Mike. And Bridget, she started the bar brand. So we thought it was very fitting. Yes. So should we get um, into it? Yes. Let's give, I kind of want to give a prerequisite. Is that, I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm, I, at least every episode I'm asking if I'm saying things the right way because <laughs> I have a tendency of pronouncing things very wrong, but, um, okay. So Riley and I both have loved Bridget for quite a while. Mm-hmm. She's um, so perfect. Yeah. She is so beautiful. Such great style. I wore a lot of bar stuff during my bridal era. She has amazing, um, amazing style. Her brand's awesome. That's just like a prerequisite if you don't know who she is. But anyways, um, her and Danny Austin, Danny Austin, you didn't follow her before the giveaway, no. right? Okay. No. So I'm going to give you guys a little story. Just let you know where our minds <laughs> is right now. Um, Danny Austin, uh, another influencer, if you're not familiar with her, I'm sure everyone is, but her and Bridget are good friends and we obviously love Taylor Swift. Danny Austin and Bridget teamed up. They also love Taylor Swift and they were giving eight tickets away four people with a plus one to Taylor Swift concert. And what you had to do is basically send in a video or reel or something, um, (laughs) to basically share how much you love Taylor Swift or that you've been like a longtime supporter of Danny and or Bridget. So at this time, Riley and I were obviously we're always long distance friends, but we were in different time zones, three hour time difference. Yeah. And we, we were like foreshadowing the podcast, I guess, because we did full split screen editing, Yeah. full split screen editing, two different videos, I mean, we put our freaking heart and soul into it and everyone was telling us we were going to win. Everyone. Okay. And can I say the videos were a little bit cringe, but it's because we were trying so hard to stand out and we're texting back and forth. We're like, okay, this is going to be so embarrassing if we don't win these tickets, but we're just going to put our heart and soul into it. Whatever. We're going to post it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's definitely cringe. I don't even know. Like please don't go find them on our pages. I don't, did we delete them? Are they still (laughs) up there? Um, 
So anyways, like Danny Austin was commenting back, like saying how funny it was. We're like, oh my gosh, we're doing it. At this point, Riley didn't have tickets to Taylor Swift yet either. So we were desperado for these tickets. Desperado. (laughs) And nonetheless, we lost and we were like, we understood it's nothing personal, but it's kind of like, I'm kind of still butthurt. And so I've never really, (laughs) I'm like, I just have this like little something this little feeling when I like watch their stuff I'm just like <laughs> dang you really were so close they like interacted with our videos and posted on their story and didn't um Danny DM you yeah she like replied and reposted it and basically the way she replied compared to other replies I, we were like this is in the bag like we we, we even got made our the hopes most, up so much yeah anyways prerequisite to just saying like love them to love Bridget to death but she did us dirty by not picking us. (laughs) (laughs) We would have had so much fun with her. I know that's, what's really sad. And like, they got all this like Taylor limited edition bar stuff, which would have been half of the best part. Now I'm like sad again about it. I know. But anyways, thoughts on the wedding. I know barely anything has been revealed yet. Okay. So I'm scouring every influencer I know who went there. I'm looking at this. Like, can we see Bridget's dress? Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm dying time. to see it. When's she going to post? <laughs> I need to see her dress. But the wedding in general, just from other people's stories, looked unreal. Like, very classy and really different. I love mm-hmm. that she, it's so elegant, but like, it's not like anything I've ever seen before. The rehearsal dinner was out on the street in Soho in front of the Dior store. Cause I think she is a Dior partner. And I so, think so like that was unreal. What are your thoughts? And I don't know exactly what I think. Oh, she stayed at the St. Regis and they put her in the Dior suite, yes. which, so I was like, there's gotta be something going on there. Um, the Soho rehearsal dinner was just freaking epic. I love that epic. so much of her story and her and Mike's story is in New York that they chose New York. I feel like yes. people of that caliber are like always going to these like insane out of the country places. So I thought it was so cute how she tied in. I mean, obviously we have barely seen anything and I honestly respect her for having like so many people there and them not posting yet. Yeah. Like, like how, how haven't we seen <laughs> anything? That's crazy. Also, but like, I respect it too like Soho in the streets. I mean, talk about a risky choice. Like what if the weather? Oh my gosh, you're so right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. There was no tent. It was just in the middle of the street, like a long, elegant table. It looked so stunning. Like I just, I love it. I can't wait to see more. I love the like luxurious vibe, but she also leaned into the city. Like they took a tour bus to the venue and they took pedicabs to the after party. Like she set all of that up for all of her guests. Every detail was thought about. I love that. We're such detail girls. I know. And also I saw like one video of the after party spot and I about died. It was like right um, by the cathedral and Rockefeller center. And people are saying her ceremony was at the cathedral that you could see from the after party. The after party was literally you guys, I don't, I'm sure if you go on TikTok and search it, like these few videos Riley and I have seen would be up. Bridget said it like makes her sick to even think about going through her content to share, but she wants to, <laughs> um, I'm shocked. She didn't have like a team that handled that, like you know, posting like in she, real time, you know, how like champagne and Chanel did that. Yes. If there was a live stream, I would have stopped everything to watch a live stream for sure. 
Um, but yeah, every detail, like she had, um, like pizza, like really cute pizza and like the espresso. Yes. I was going to say, did you see the espresso martini shots where it's like, however you like your coffee, there was dark all the way to medium light, like however much milk you would want every detail. And she's obsessed with ranch or something. There was like ranch tower barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Wings, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm dying to see all of it. I, I will say not to like throw a negative opinion into it, but I feel like a lot of influencers that were there, I'm like, are you guys even close? I'm so confused. Uh, Yeah. I was actually shocked to see some of the people there. I just didn't know they were friends, but also the outfits. So black tie is kind of like the Met Gala. I'm like loving (laughs) everyone's wedding outfits. Even the rehearsal dinner was so luxurious. Like even just looking at the outfits is so fun for me. I know. I feel like it was the influencer Met Gala because there were so many there and I was just like, oh my gosh, like obviously I don't know them and I don't know the influencers to say like if they are friends or not, but I was like shocked. I'm like, I didn't even know they were all friends, but seeing them all together in the same place and like what each person chose to wear was so fun. I agree. And I feel like it's so fun, fun because if we were getting all the wedding spam, we wouldn't have appreciated like all the outfits You're right. as much. You're right. There is so much buildup. So I love that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm and it'll be special for her to like be the one to like show and reveal all the hard work she's put in versus everyone else seeing it from everyone else's point of view before. You're it's so kind of right. like dead news once she got the chance. Do you think that they said no cell phones or like how are they like, how do they know. do that? I saw one person, I can't remember who, but um, they were like, with all the time and sacrifice all the guests took to be here, the bride and groom's request was for everyone to be super present. Um, so I don't know if that meant like they took their phones away or just like asked them to not be on their phones to enjoy it. Um, Good for them. But yeah, it looked like they had professional photographers like taking pics for everyone outside the venue and stuff. So oh my gosh, I'm sure they were saying like, you don't need your phone. We'll take all the pictures and give them to you um, and just yeah. like enjoy yourself. That's so. smart. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but, um, the other wedding, another wedding was this weekend. Um, Jack, Antonoff. Jack Antonoff. Yes. Uh, did you see all the videos? Okay. People are freaking out on TikTok about all the fans that were swarming the streets because it got leaked. I think it was his rehearsal dinner. It got leaked oh. like the exact location and I think it was like thousands of fans showed up. The streets had to be blocked off and people are on TikTok freaking out. They're like, these people should be banned from going to a Taylor Swift concert. You're not a real Swifty if you did that. Like, leave her alone, which I understand giving a celebrity their privacy to live a normal mm-hmm. life. But I feel like it's a little extreme to say someone should be banned from yeah, all Taylor Swift hell? concerts. <laughs> that it, but it, that it, is, it was crazy. The amount of people yeah. that showed up just, it's like she can't, I mean, she's so mega star. She can't do anything. I know. It makes me sad because like Jack Antonoff is like her person. Yeah. Obviously, like they've done so much music together. I feel like she could never miss it. But like she probably feels bad that she brought that attention to like a day that's not about her. And I feel bad for her because there's nothing she can do. And like she's not going to not go because. Right. Like I'm sure they had a uh, like conversation like is it better if I don't come to like avoid and cause there, there is just that inevitable possibility, but like yeah. at the same time, if I knew Taylor Swift was, I don't know, I don't know what I would do. I don't think I would go just cause having my own wedding, I would have been like, okay, I'm not going to ruin this bride's 
day and make it all about Taylor when it's like a day about her and Jack. Right. You don't know what you would do in that situation, but also like what was everyone trying to do? Just get a glimpse at her. It's just, I don't know. I agree with you. It's, it's It's kind of like, what's the point? Like just to say you saw her in person. Like, I don't know. It's just like a weird concept to me, but I I know she is so major and Swifties are. I know they're the real deal. (laughs) Seeing her out and about though is such a treat because she was off social media for so long. She didn't do anything Mm -hmm. for so long. Was it reputation era or when was that? That she was just like MIA for I feel like she so was long. MIA during like COVID, like folklore evermore era. Yeah. Even before that too. Yeah. But now seeing her out and about is such a treat. It's like you mm-hmm. forget she's a real human. I know, right? She just like pops into her favorite place in New York. No biggie. Like yeah. she just wanted dinner there. So, oh well. Yeah. She's unreal. I would be like freaking out if I was just casually eating dinner and Taylor Swift comes. I was like... When we were in New York and we drove past, or not drove, we walked past her uh, place on Bleecker. Or Cornelia Bleaker, Street. Cornelia Street, duh. Sorry, guys. That was really bad on my end. It's off of Bleecker is Cornelia. Um, and there was literally like five or six people taking pictures just of her house casually. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just a different level of fame. Oh my gosh, yeah. She's hit that level for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I want to know what's in your cart. And if you guys are following along on the different segments that we have, um, obviously we do like what's in your cup, a little sip and spill, and then what's in your cart and things we're loving, reviews on different things, things we're eyeing. And we're also going to talk about trends and kind of get our each other's opinion on it just because I feel like trends are like you're either in it or you're you're not for it. Um, and there's one trend that I feel like is kind of new and arising. And I wonder if it's going to like fully take off that I wanted to hear your opinion on, Rye. Okay. Um, so the strawberry, I think it's called like strawberry glaze makeup or like strawberry makeup vibe. Are you familiar? I don't know it. Okay. So it's Do I live under a rock? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I think it's I saw basically the algorithm is something serious on TikTok, but Haley Bieber is basically doing this like strawberry inspired makeup. It's like all rosy and strawberry cheeks and the freckles and the lips and everything's just super rosy strawberry vibes. And so people are saying like, yeah, I feel like strawberries are so in right now that like vintage look and girly and pink and all the things. And so from there, a lot of people are saying like, watch this just become like a massive trend and everyone's going to do this kind of style of makeup. And I'm like such a blush girl. So I love, um, I love like the rosy cheeks and stuff like that. I mean, if you guys ever saw my TikTok trying to do faux freckles, you know that I am so, (laughs) so bad at doing it as much as I love it. I need to like figure it out, but I don't know. When you did your freckles, you said it's giving dirt. (laughs) You laugh so hard. I just, I definitely didn't get the right product. I need to get like the Freck Dog or whatever. Um, but anyways, it's basically just like this dewy, really girly, not mm-hmm. like Cabbage Patch, but that kind of vibe. I, okay, so now that you're describing it, I know what you mean because I've seen the Hailey Bieber, like the way she does her little freckles and stuff. And I do want to say anything will look amazing on Hailey Bieber. Like I feel like this trend <laughs> is not for everyone. I would probably look like an idiot. <laughs> it would look good on you. But Mm, I feel like maybe I I should stay out of this trend. (laughs) I think like 
for her, yes, she can do anything. She has the short hair right now. Like it gives her like a little bit of that, like innocence vibe. Um, I feel like I agree. It can be hit or miss, especially with like complexion of skin. I feel like I would look right. like a 10 year old if I tried to do it. <laughs> no, I think you should try it. <laughs> okay, Speaking of our girl. Try Speaking of Haley, we're getting the Krispy Kreme collab, right? The road peptide. Dude. I, what is it officially called? I don't know. I think it's. I think the it's strawberry glaze. Li- strawberry glaze. It's inspired by a Krispy Kreme strawberry glaze strawberry donut. Glaze, yeah. And I don't have any of the road stuff, but this, like their marketing is insane. The second I saw it, I was like, I need that. <laughs> Are you going to get it? We have to, right? I, I definitely I want it. I'm, I'm such a lip product junkie. I'm shocked I haven't bought the road. Um, well, because it sells out so quickly. I feel like every mm-hmm. time I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pull the trigger and buy it. It's sold out. But let's yeah. remind each other. I think it launches in a couple days. I think let's remind August 28th. each other. Okay. Let's text each other when it's dropping because we need it, I think. Yeah. Probably tastes I, good too. <laughs> I just love the coloring of the packaging too. I'm like, I just want to have that. It's so, so cute. Aesthetic. And it's, she probably now looking back on it, started doing the strawberry glaze makeup prepping for this yeah you're like so she's so right. she's so smart with that marketing. like when you were talking about the strawberry glaze makeup it made me think of this collab so yeah that girl that Haley she's so smart she is she's definitely a trendsetter lover or hater she's trendsetter. a trendsetter um but okay what's in my cart um first I need to give my little recap of my Sephora haul uh, Sephora run I know I put something on my Instagram story if you guys caught it but I did get the Amika perk up plus oh do you like it Okay, I used it today for the first time. I love it. One. Yay. Two, the smell is amazing. Isn't it? Oh, it so oh my gosh, I'm so happy. Um, I had to text Riley because I hadn't watched the episode back. I'm like, is it Perk Up or Perk Up Plus? And perk I, up plus. when I listen... <laughs> When I, when I listened back to the episode, I'm like, oh my gosh, I should have just waited and listened because you made it so clear which one I had to get. Um, but I'm very excited about it. I restocked on my Pureology. Um, I tried the Glossier, Glossier, however we want to say it, um, today and I like it. It's definitely not as, it's more glittery than like a full color shade, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. Um, but it's nice to like add on top, give you a little shimmer, but I really want to try your Stilla. I think it's like a more pigmented, it seems. Stilla is very pigmented. It's like the only thing I wear in the middle of my eye because it gives so much like pigment. It's not just Does shimmer. It, do you, do you prime your eyes? Yeah. Okay. Cause I feel like I maybe need to get on that, which like maybe you can share which primer you use because I feel like mine always creases. I just use my concealer on my eyelids before I do my shadow. (laughs) No, I feel like that's really smart. I feel like it's kind of ratchet, but that's what I do. Um, put in the comments what you do. I feel like I'm going to go the concealer route. I don't need to buy another product. I'm trying to save a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (sighs) But on the hair trend, I just restocked on my um, Magic Mist from In Common. It is like my go-to. What does that do? So it's like what you put. Yeah, you put it in your hair. It's like a leave-in conditioner detangler after the shower. And I was um, inspired by Salon LOX where I get my hair done. They use it all the time. I love the smell. It works so well. And... um, I've tried a couple other ones in the mix of that, and I always, always miss 
the in common. And I feel like now a couple influencers love it and use it. So it's kind of hard to get the salon sells out of it a lot. And on Amazon, it's like not even on prime a lot. So wow. Finally have it coming to me soon. So I'm like really restocked up on my, um, hair products. But I realized today when I was doing my pony and if you're watching the video, it's not giving volume because (laughs) I'm, I'm out of, um, my volumizing spray. And I wanted to know if you use the Amica volume too, or do you use something different? No, I use a brand that I can't think of right now. I don't use Amica though. So if you try it and you like it, let me know because I'm obsessed with the way all Amica products smell. Yes. I can't tell you the amount of people when I put that on my story, like influenced by Riley, if you know, you know, (laughs) I have so many people say like they swear by Amica. So I think I should try it. Okay. Try it and let me know. I am trying to think of the texture spray that I use, the brand. I can picture what the bottle looks like, but I just cannot think of what it's called. I'll link it. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say link it for us. Um, I'll go ahead and try the Amica, but if you are in the market for something that smells amazing and you need like a leave-in conditioner, I cannot recommend the in common magic mist. Um, but what's, what, what do you have in your cart? Okay. So I'm restocking my Amica. Like I said, I put in my order so late, it's still not here, (laughs) but whenever I was browsing Sephora, you know, you can't just buy one thing. Like it's so hard for me. It's physically hard to buy just what you need from Sephora. So I got this, uh, perfume roller. It's Nest Madagascar vanilla. That's the scent. Have you heard of it? People are freaking out. Wait, what does the packaging look like? Um, I don't know because <laughs> I ordered online. It's like a roller and the brand is Nest. I think I'm either getting confused between it's not the same as like the like Puras and candles, right? Yeah. It's that Nest brand. No shit. Yeah. Oh you know my gosh. Scent? No, I know. D- I need to know more about this. Okay. People are freaking out on TikTok. Of course, that's where I found out about it, but that it's the best <laughs> scent saying that they get complimented on that over any of their like expensive perfumes. So I think it's just a roller. It's not an actual perfume, but it's like an oil base. So it's really concentrated. Mm-hmm. You just put it on your wrists or like in the crease of your elbow behind your ear and just it adds like a little something. And then you do a spritz of your regular perfume mix them together. So yeah, I, I didn't get it yet because I just put in the order, but we'll let you know about that. That's really, really, Oh, I couldn't think of what else I was interested in that. So I'm all about perfume. So please, please, please keep me updated on that. I will. I will. It's, I know we both like warmer scents. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a warm scent. So I'll keep you updated. But another product that I didn't order yet, but it's definitely on my radar in my cart is the OS setting spray. So my mom's friend, Melissa was over the other night. She said that I absolutely need it. She said it's literally hairspray for your face. I was like, is it better than the all-nighter Urban Decay spray? Because that I swear by. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, I literally swam in it and my makeup stayed on. So I don't necessarily need a setting spray, but... Next like time you're in the market, yeah, just grab it. Is it on yeah. Sephora? I've never heard of OS. OS is Patrick Starr's brand. Oh. I think it's supposed to be like one size, like one size fits all. Oh, cute, okay. Right? Yeah, that is really cute. I... I just had never heard. I will let you try it. And if it's as good as <laughs> Melissa's saying, then I definitely am going to need it because I feel like even that would help my eyeshadow situation. Yes, you're right. 
Maybe you do hey. need it. Your cart's just getting bigger and bigger. I know. I know. This is like probably Kate and Ryan's worst nightmare that we get to talk about this every <laughs> yeah. week. Um, but the only other thing is not about us and it's about our dogs that I want and I want Love. you to get it too. So this is like an exception. Um, so Wild One, they have a collection at Target, but they that's how I first heard of the brand. Have you ever heard of Wild One? Yes. The dog brand. Okay. Yes. Dog brand. And apparently they have their own website. I don't know if they're on Amazon, but apparently they have a huge um, collaboration with Petco versus Target's like a smaller boutique one. Okay. Um, they have like the most adorable aesthetic and seem like really actually good quality dog harness and leash matching. And I know you're a harness girly with Truly. And so mm-hmm. I feel like, re- like they have such good colors and I don't know. I just... That makes me so excited. I like when I'm taking Ren on walks and I feel like you take cute pics when you're walking. Not that that's why. I mean, function obviously matters more for the dogs, but it's so cute. They have the cutest uh, color waves. I feel like Rin is more of like a red. Like I feel like red or black is his color, but they red have is his the, color. I think so too. Um, they have the cutest color wave. I literally was showing Ryan and I'm like, this screams Riley. It's like that fuchsia... Um, is it Valentino? What's that brand? I think it's... No, not Valentino. Um, I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh, Jimmy Choo? Wait, I'm like drawing a blank. It's like that fuchsia pink that's almost purple that's like was trending huge last year. Everyone was wanting this color. It's like that bright fuchsia pink, but kind of has like hues of purple. Do you know what color okay. I'm talking about? I don't, but I need it. Oh my gosh. There's this one designer that I'm drawing a blank on. Please someone write it in the comments. If you can remember, I'm going to remember right when I look it up, but everyone was wearing like the cutest, cutest shoes. It's like those huge platform. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. Okay. By the way, Kate would kill me if I got that color leash and oh, yes, for truly. <laughs> but uh, I think I should just do it and not ask uh, and just say, this is a new leash. Here you go. It is so cute. I'll have to put it on, like, we'll tag it and link it and stuff because I was like, Riley needs this. Maybe you can just each have your own, you know? Well, so Truly's harness now is leopard. I feel like that. And if Kate's fine with that, he'd be fine with Fuchsia, right? (laughs) So we'll have to get them so they can be cute, stylish pups. It's like a win-win for us and them. Yes. Okay. You'll have to show it to me and we will link it for all of you, all of you other dog mamas. (laughs) Do you think we should get into the episode? I think so. I think it's time. Okay. So today, like Rose said earlier, we are talking about all things organization. We are type A girls to our core mm-hmm. and we love all things being on time, having a calendar. So I do want to start off by saying my planner is like my lifeline. And I think we have different planner types. Like, yeah, I, I think like, so. I like the one from, it's so cheap from Target. It's like a little pocket it's not a pocketbook. It's a little bigger than that, but you can kind of easily fit it on your purse. It's not heavy Mm -hmm. and you can see it month at a glance, which is my, like I tried the day by day one where you write out every hour, what you're going to do. And the month at a glance is my go-to because you can just see everything at once. And Mm -hmm. so I get like the cheap planners from Target every year and it is my literal lifeline. But I think you like the ones that are, you go, but day by day, right? So I love, I was Erin Condren, uh, yes. every, the everyday life planner. I loved that. I'm now using, um, the mind your business planner. It is so cute and That's so aesthetic. Cute 
Um, yeah, it's like a super, super aesthetic one. And I like this one because, um, it's not, um, like, I don't, I don't know the proper way to say it, but it doesn't start year to year. So you kind of like can just run with it and, but but the calendar, um, is laid out. I don't know. I honestly, I'm in like a weird season. I like that one because sometimes I'm like so pen and paper and sometimes I'm like computer notes calendar. Yeah. But these two that I have, whatever version of like a in-person, like pen to paper one I have, um, I like to have the day to day, but I also like to have week and month. So it has like all three. Um, but I feel like I gravitate recently more towards my Google calendar because, um, I share it with Ryan. And so I can like turn his on and off to know like his work schedule. And so nice if, you know, like you and I were gonna go and want to do something. Um, and Oh, Rennie's here. Ren's here. Did you hear? He we hopped were on his mom's lap. Yeah, he hopped on my lap because he heard we were talking about new harnesses. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love. I think you got me on the Google Calendar app, and I use it in tandem with my physical Target planner because I. It's not like I carry the planner everywhere with me. I don't have it all the time, and so it's nice. Say if I'm making a hair appointment at the salon and I need to pull up a calendar, I actually keep my Google Calendar up to date too on my phone. So it's just like it makes everything so much easier because you. Mm-hmm know mm-hmm. when everything is because we're busy yes we're busy girls yes. exactly so I think that is really helpful when I'm on the go and trying to <laughs> if you're watching the video Rin is letting out some huge <laughs> yawns he lives such a rough <laughs> life but um it helps me just know like I'm not going to overbook something or like yes I'm just very up to date on it and it's so nice to like I said seeing what Ryan's up to as well um but some there's something about pen to paper that I feel like I'll always love having me too I also have like this huge acrylic custom, um, oh my gosh, Ritten's eating the time that was out of my mouth. (laughs) Hopefully that's not bad for dogs. Um, but we have one like in our foyer right before we go into the garage that is so nice. And we tried that approach and that calendar honestly is so expensive and it's so nice if that's like, we tried to use that to stay up to date on each other's calendars, um, in life, but I find the Google calendar and then doing like a pen to paper as well, um, works best for me. And I actually, I don't know what you do for day to day. If you like to like plan out your day, we can like kind of segue into that, but I literally will write it down sometimes just like on my notepad, but I love putting in my notes app on my phone. Oh my gosh. My notes app is insane. <laughs> like I hope no one ever sees my notes app. It is. There's so many lists. There's so many to do's. Yeah. If I don't write something out, I will forget completely about it. So yes, if there's like a huge busy day writing everything out, whether it's pen to paper or in the notes app, that helps me stay on track. I'll like mm-hmm. finish something, look at the list. Remember I have to do that. And it's just, it's so helpful to write things out for me and like get things from my brain on paper or into my notes app for sure. Yes. I also, so what my usual routine is sometimes I'll do it week to week, but for sure at the end of every night, I will, um, go through, like if I got everything done that day, look at my notes app, um, and look at the rest of my to-do list, which we'll share some tips on that in a second. But 
I will write out my day like we were mentioning, but I'll do it. Sometimes I'll even go like time block it out to make sure I'm not like over adding stuff to my list. And so that way I know like, you know, I have calls from, let's just say like four to six. So then dinner six to seven and then seven, you know, where you can kind of time block, you know, if you even schedule in like a walk with truly or, um, like sitting on your phone and being able to like look at your phone and not feel like you're like super off track. So I find time blocking and planning out my day helps me be so productive and make sure I'm like staying on schedule. Yeah. That's amazing. I need to start time blocking. I feel like I'm good about giving myself enough time. Like if I have to get ready to leave the house, like get ready by this time so you can leave by this time. Mm -hmm. But I think I should do what you do. And like, do you physically write down the times that you're going to do stuff? Yes. And sometimes I, I am better than others. Like I go through weeks and seasons where I'm better than others, but sometimes I feel like if I don't, because I work from home and I don't have like it, I know for your job, like you're nine to five, at least like you're kind of, you know, exactly what you have to get done. Mine is all just kind of yeah. I know what I need to get done, but I don't have to technically get it all done. I mean, I yeah. should, but I say all that because sometimes I'm like, if I just have too much on my to-do list and I haven't like thought, okay, this is going to take two hours. And yeah, I, th- then I feel like I fall behind or I'm just kind of like lackadaisical through my day. So yeah, I try to like write it down and realistically think how long stuff's going to take. And if I finished off, then I'll either give myself a break if I have extra time or I will, um, like do something else that I was going to maybe try and tackle the next day. Yeah. I love that. I need to take that advice for sure. That time blocking. Another thing I like to do to stay productive. I, well, I feel like there's not enough time in the day to do our whole entire to-do list, but mm-hmm. I will do habit stacking. So it's like, if you have a million things to do and you're feeling overwhelmed, I get overwhelmed a lot and it's just the worst feeling. I will mm-hmm. try to think of things that I can do at the same time, whether, um, it's, I need to send some emails on my phone. I'll go walk on the treadmill while I'm doing that. Or I don't know, I want to listen to a certain podcast, alpha laundry while I'm doing that. So just finding things that you can do throughout the day where you can stack things on top of each other and get more done with your time. I feel like that's really helpful. And it makes you feel better, you know, being more productive rather than just laying on the couch, sending emails. Yes. Looking at absolutely. Um, I love habit stacking and I feel like that's a good way. I, um, was actually just talking to Ryan about this this morning. I know you, so maybe you can share quickly, um, like your go-to like simplified condensed morning routine, because I'm trying, I kind of feel like through my travel, I've lost my morning routine. And I feel like I love having like a set thing to do to start and end my day. Cause I think that helps so much with staying organized. Cause yeah. they say, if you don't do like the same repetition, like sometimes you wake up and do something different every day that like your brain and body is just like not synced to, mm-hmm. you know, being as productive or in a routine or system. So I'm trying to get into a good routine. Um, in the morning, like I have a few things, but I go through phases and I feel like I, I have to find my perfect match. But what, what is your like go-to morning routine? Every single morning I wake up and I do my greens and I do my vitamins, make my coffee, make breakfast. I feel like, so that's a non-negotiable waking up, doing my greens and vitamins. And mm-hmm. I feel like 
giving yourself enough time in the morning to actually wake up and do the routine before you're heading into your job. Or I just hate feeling rushed in the morning. I feel like it starts Mm -hmm. off the day on such a a bad note. Um, But yeah, I wake up, I do my greens, vitamins, let truly out, give her breakfast, eat my breakfast, get ready for the work day. Um, another thing that I have to do every single day is make the bed. It's hard. I knew you were going to say that. I would make it right when I wake up, but Cade sleeps longer than me. So after he's up, I make the bed. It just also makes me feel so much better. Like if my bed is unmade, I can't do anything. <laughs> no, they say that there's like a whole book on that. How the difference really? of making your bed is like just like that the littlest thing of making your bed or not making it, um, can just like set you up to be more productive. And then like, it kind of like turns into a chain of events. And so we're sharing that because the little things that you can or can't do like in your morning routine, or like if you did plan out your day, you know that you're going to like make your bed and, uh, you're going to do your greens and do these things. And then you're just on track to want to be more productive throughout your day. And when you're more organized, I feel like you, you love to like check, go through your checklist. Um, Something for me that I do is usually I try to do it on Sundays. And if my weekend was chaotic, I do it Monday morning, but I love a good brain dump. Do you brain dump? Yes. I love that you call it that. I never (laughs) have called it that before, but I definitely do it. Explain what it is though. People don't know. Yes. So a brain dump, I actually have like a new really cute pink notepad that I do my brain dumps on just you like the little because I want to yeah. buy it <laughs> yeah it's so I I put it on my story last week saying like am I spending too much time with Riley because it's so <laughs> up your alley so you need it for sure but um basically a brain dump is just sometimes when you feel so overwhelmed and like you're like Riley was saying there's no worse feeling than feeling like you're just spiraling and can't can't catch a break or catch up with anything um just writing, taking 15 minutes to literally just write down everything on your brain. Like whether you're wanting to like me get into a better morning routine, like maybe write down some things that you want to do, or maybe you're falling short on some of your errands or appointments, or you haven't paid a bill or you want to get a date night on the calendar or plan and book flights. Like there's so many things let alone your work life that I feel like sometimes like with the chaos of the day and when things don't go your way and you fall behind and you're busy, you just feel like, Oh my gosh, like I just can't keep everything straight. And so I love, like, I'm literally looking at my, I can see my, my list from here. Um, I just write it all down and it is the most therapeutic thing in the world. I highly encourage doing it. So what I do with the brain dump then is I'll write down like from there I have everything and then say Monday comes around first obviously I start with planning my day with like the non-negotiables that if I have appointments that day what work calls I have to do like the work and appointments like things you can't miss then from there I'll do you know like what workout I'm going to do that day that fits into my schedule now I'm blessed that I get to work from home so I can do that you know everyone's is going to look a little different but then every day I'll try and throw in like three to four things on that brain dump to do Monday. And then I get to cross it off. Is there any better feeling than crossing something off your to-do list or like brain dump? It's the best. Yeah, it's the best. And so then from there, I feel so great that day. And I don't feel that pressure of like, I have to get everything done today. Um, and then Tuesday when I'm going to plan that day, I'll look back at my brain dump. Sometimes I add more to it, but from there, then I'm able to, um, do a couple more things that day. So highly encourage brain dumps are just like a massive to-do list and then not feeling the pressure to do it all in one day, but breaking it into the next five days or the next couple weeks. 
That is amazing. And I love when everything is written out. So when you do get something done, you're like, okay, I did this. What's next? And it's not so overwhelming because you know the steps and you know what's coming next. And something else that I love doing once I check something off my to-do list is rewarding myself (laughs) with, I don't know, like if I do this chore, I can make myself a fun coffee or just little things that, you know, will make your day a little brighter. It doesn't have to be I don't know if coffee is not considered an actual reward, but just little things that make you happy. <laughs> it's like a reward. That's what <laughs> yes. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will sometimes be like, okay, once I get all this done to end the night, I'll make a mocktail and do my favorite face mask. And yeah. at the same time, like you're doing self-care. So that's already like, it's kind of goes hand in hand with habit stacking yes. or like we kind of talked about this on, I think we talked about this, but I know Riley and I both do this. Like if we want to go get some errands done, like dreadful errands or getting your nails done can kind of be dreadful. <laughs> um, getting your favorite coffee or smoothie on the way there or way home because it's like, it's like a reward. It is like a reward. Wait, I forgot. I wanted us to tell the stories of in college, how crazy we were about times. Like we would, we would lit, we were living in the same house (laughs) in college and we would have practice at say 9am. So we would be laying in bed the night before texting each other from our bedrooms that were five steps away. We'd be like, okay, we're going to wake up at 730 by 732. We'll be brushing our teeth. (laughs) 740. We're downstairs. 745. We're in the car, like literally timestamps. And we wouldn't be a second off. Our roommates thought we were psychotic. Absolutely. And Riley and I would be like, like literally what she was saying is so true. We'd be like 732 in the car. We are engine reverse by 735. If you're not in the car, we will leave without you because we had to go to coffee before we went to practice and got basically like annihilated at practice. So like we needed that coffee before. We needed to treat ourselves before practice. Yes. Yes. And we would be panicked if one of us, you, I mean, sometimes I feel like I was worse. Sometimes I would sleep in and be a chaotic mess. Um, but if no, our like roommates, poor, poor Erica, er, she was permanently, we would be like acting like it was the end of the world. <laughs> She'd be so scattered coming out of her room. Like she wouldn't have to be, she wouldn't even get to brush her hair because she was like knew how psycho we were. Um, but to put that in context, things haven't changed at all. Um, but that really just goes to show our personality, which that may be so far fetched for you, but just find like little things that work for you. Maybe you don't need to like time block, but maybe you just need to like write everything down and kind of have a general plan for your day and some sort of routine. Cause I feel like that ultimately makes you feel more organized. Um, and then I wanted to touch on like the organization of your home. Riley and mm-hmm. I both work at home and I feel like we both can agree that we can't work well and be productive in an un like a cluttery messy space. Don't you agree, right? No, literally. If I know, like, I know we all get busy. There's not time sometimes to put your dishes in the dishwasher, you throw them in the sink. But if I'm sitting there and like my house is a mess, my dishes are in the sink, I, there's stuff I need to do. Like I can't concentrate. So even just taking a couple minutes to organize your workspace, organize mm-hmm. your home, it really does, at least for me, give me so much mental clarity and help me focus on what I need to focus on, not focus on what I need to do when I'm done with work. Yes. And like just doing something that may be like so dreadful in the moment, like doing the dishes before you go up to bed, you're going to be so much happier that you can come downstairs the next day to a clean house. Like I cannot 
there's been sometimes, like Riley said, where life is just crazy and chaotic, but I love coming downstairs to a clean space. It just sets the tone for your day. And so, um, that can even be like a nice mental break. If you do work from home to like switch the laundry for five minutes, make yourself a fun drink, like obviously not cocktail during the work days. I mean, unless you need that, I don't know. Um, but like do that and yeah, yeah. No judging. Um, doing that and then throwing all the dishes in the dishwasher. And then, you know, like you're kind of like tackling both while you're also on, on the job for work. Um, so I feel like having a clean space is everything. And I try to every quarter for the year, kind of go through and declutter, um, the house because we don't have a basement. We don't have like an overabundance amount of storage. And I kind of, sometimes I hate it, but I love that it helps me stay minimal and get rid of stuff. So if you feel like you're just, your space is not inspiring you, like not saying like you need to go redo it, but like getting rid of stuff and maybe just getting a new print or a new something little can really inspire your space to, um, be clean be more minimal. And I love doing that. And I feel like it's a good time of year to do that after summer where like all our stuff may be crazy from traveling, just taking time to kind of like go through, reorganize your clothes and your beauty area. I don't know. Do you ever do that? Um, I think I need, I mean, I do, but I need to be better about it. Like you, I don't do it every quarter. I kind of just do it when I'm like, okay, I'm really overwhelmed, which is um, we fine. Do, yeah. We do have a basement and we do like, there's a lot of stuff down there that we store. Um, but I don't like clutter. I feel like having clutter is just like the breaking point for me. So <laughs> I feel like you need to text me every quarter and say quarterly clean out <laughs> for a little reminder. I will, I will, I will text you. It just, it feels so good. Like to just yeah. redo everything. And then just kind of finishing up on like the house side of things. Um, I feel like this can go for work and work life balance, but also like Ryan and I usually always do the majority of our chores on Sunday. So like getting into mm-hmm. a routine with like organizing and having a clean space or like every Sunday, like I said, I like to do a brain dump and like, look at my week ahead. So kind of figure out what works for you. Um, what works for Riley and I may not work for you, but I think just taking time to figure out what does work for you. And like some weeks Ryan and I just do the bare minimum and like every day I'm kind of cleaning up and staying organized, but every couple weeks I'll do like a deeper clean or get our house professionally cleaned. Um, what day of the week do you guys clean? I know you clean like every day, but, um, I feel like our big deep clean day is usually Sunday to like get ready for the week. Um, but obviously for having guests over, Kate thinks I'm so crazy. I'm like, it can't look like <laughs> we actually live here. I'm like cleaning yeah. every surface and vacuuming, vacuuming every crevice. But yeah, I would say Sunday is probably our biggest cleaning day just to start off the week with a clean house. And then it becomes habit. And it's like, you're Mm -hmm. building this into your Sunday routine and it just makes you feel better. Yeah. I feel like a a good routine and we're not perfect. Well, I'm definitely not perfect, but a good routine of like just finding ways that you feel like you work best and can stay the most clear in your brain. Because I feel like it's not all just like physically staying organized with your calendars and with your house and stuff, but what it does for you mentally, I feel like mm-hmm. allows you to be like happier, calmer, yeah, yes. less anxiety. Um, so those are kind of our top tips with organizing. If you guys want us to like dive into specific sections, we'd be happy to, um, go even deeper than that, but hopefully that gave you guys some tips and tricks. 
Yes. I forgot too. I wanted to say our wedding planners were like, you guys are the most organized brides. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. And it's like, what? It's just, that's how we are in our day-to-day lives. I will also so say funny. everyone we've worked with, um, for like drinks on us content and editing, like all the different things we do a lot on our own, but whoever we have hired out, they're like, you guys are so on top of it. We appreciate your punctual, your punctual, <laughs> yeah. you're so organized. You have so many lists. We're like, Literally, this is our love language. Like we could get even more crazy, but we try to yeah. like not scare them away. <laughs> yeah. Like when our brains get together, it's like actual craziness type it's A so to scary. the max. Scary. Um, okay. Well, do you want to get into girl's room? Yes. Yes. Perfect. Okay, guys. So we're going to jump into the girl's room segment where we take your submissions and talk about them. We keep it completely anonymous for you. So we are doing three submissions today. First submission. Ready, Rose? I'm ready. I have a group of four friends, but I only want to ask three to be my bridesmaids. Can I leave one out? So my initial thought is no, but I do need more context. Were the three of your friends, like, were you guys close before this fourth friend came in? Like, why don't you want Mm -hmm. the fourth friend? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good question. But like, what, like, is that your full thought? Like what's your other side saying? Cause you said like your initial thought. Okay. Is- yeah. Initially, no, you can't leave one person out. And if they're your friend, then it'll be so fun to have them in your wedding and you don't want to make someone feel bad. Um, but if there's a bigger reason behind it and you're maybe like so much closer with the other three girls and this fourth person knows that and would understand that, then mm-hmm. I think it's fine. But my initial thought is no, probably ask all four of them, but I'm a people pleaser. Yeah. Riley is definitely, um, like puts a lot of times I feel like you put other people first, like in a good way. But even if that, if Riley didn't want the fourth friend, she would probably do it just because she'd <laughs> feel bad for the friend. Um, and I guess I agree. I think context is everything in this. I'm not entirely sure the dynamic of when, what friend came into the picture. Um, I know you cannot have everyone. So Like Riley said, if they did come into the picture and they're like a newer friend, I'm sure they'd understand. Um, I wanted like 25 bridesmaids and (laughs) I could physically could not do that. Like that's just, I mean, I guess you could, but that's just not what we decided to do. And so I found a way to make everyone who is so important to me and like my best friends in the wedding. Um, so maybe if you have a couple people and it's like a numbers game and that's why you can do something like the blue crew or you can do, um, like just make them feel special in some sort of way. But at the end of the day, it, I would just have a conversation with yourself of like, why do you not want her in it? Because you can do whatever you want. It is your wedding. But if you're doing it more out of like spite for something, but you can have her in it and you do love her, then I would say it may just make your process a little bit easier, um, to just be able to include everybody. Um, but I think we'd be able to give a better answer if we knew a little bit more, but hopefully that helps you. Uh, a little. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. So moving on to submission number two, this is a little bit of a longer explanation. So my childhood best friend recently got married last year to a very toxic man. And now she makes no effort in our friendship before her wedding. She only made an effort to hang out when she needed help with her wedding. And anytime we made plans to hang out with her, her now husband would interrupt and tell her that she had to come home. We found his account on a dating app and she said, And she said someone hacked into his Snapchat and took his pictures to put 
on the dating app. And he's done many other awful things. And now that the wedding's over, we only live an hour away, but sorry, we only live an hour away and her parents live in the same town as us. So she comes here all the time, but I haven't seen her in 11 months since I (gasps) reciprocated the energy. I think she meant to say re-syndicated. Any advice on what to do in this situation? So basically her best friend married a very toxic man and she thinks that it's kind of drifting them apart. Dang. Okay. It's really sad. It's really sad. And his childhood best friends, that would be like us, which makes me so sad to think. God, I can't imagine. I feel like if she truly is your childhood best friend, like, you know, you should be able, like, have you been honest with her and shared like your opinions on like, at the end of the day, she's grown enough and she's married to him. So like, you're not really going to change that. I mean, obviously if like very major things are happening, I think it's in your best interest, at least initially to bring those things up to her in hopes that if she isn't aware that you can make her aware, but she's going to do what she wants to do as far as being with him. But I feel like you could have a conversation with her and just lay it on the line and say, you know, like it hurts me that I don't get to see you. And, you know, I don't want, I know, you know, we have to put our marriages first and like that's important but we can still make time like when you're when you're home like even once every month can we go do something and if nothing changes from there as hard as it may be I do agree like with what she it sounds like she was saying that like she's not getting the reciprocated energy and effort which is so sad so I'm really sorry but I would just give yourself like a chance to be really honest with her and see if that changes anything I completely agree. I think the best thing that you can do as her childhood best friend is be honest and be there for her and know that, you know, maybe it's not going to change anything in her marriage, but bringing up these things and telling her you're there for her and Mm -hmm. yeah, just put, maybe put in the effort one last time, like give her the chance again, because as a friend, that's what you're there for when she needs you. Um, but yeah, that is really sad. I would say, give it one last time, be really honest, really try to reach out. Yeah. What do you think? I would say too, like, you know, maybe she doesn't see anything wrong with her marriage and she's mm-hmm. like happy in it, but you never know what could happen down the road. So just being the bigger person, like yes. you were kind of saying, right? Like knowing that maybe this season you're not seeing her as much, but if a time comes where she needs a friend and she's in a really hard part in her marriage or decision or whatever, she's going to really need her, her girlfriend. So you being like the bigger person in this, I think will ultimately, whether she respects it and appreciates it or not, at least you can feel good about yourself being the bigger person. But I hope that she comes around and me too can even set boundaries with her husband. Like every girl and every boy, like both parties in a marriage should have their time apart from their, it's so necessary. Their spouses. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. So hopefully that gets better for you. So submission number three, it says finally moving in with my significant other, any advice to not feel like roommates? What would your advice be? Okay. Well, first of all, congratulations. That's a big step. Yes. And I, I think that's a very normal fear to have. I think a lot of times people, at least I felt like kind of like try to scare you when you're moving in with your significant other for the first time. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I, that just gave me a flashback whenever Kate and I told my one, she's like my aunt, like my grandma's sister. We told her we were moving in together 
before we were getting married. And she goes, well, when's the wedding? We weren't even get engaged yet. <laughs> it's like people uh, are trying to make you feel bad. I, I really am team live with, like, I respect whatever you do, but I think right. it's a really good thing to like, understand if you can live with someone. Before. It tells you a lot about a person. Yes. And so I think just adjusting and like accepting that there's going to be things that they do that like make your space a little dirty or that you don't (laughs) love. Like Ryan, love him to death, but like he has this like little pile of clothes by the bed. (laughs) Drives me crazy. I mean, I have many of my things and isms as well, so I know I'm not perfect, but I would say don't let those things get in the way of like still having fun and being romantic. And I think it's just putting in the effort and like making time for it and not falling into like when he comes home from work or you come home from work, like putting your nose in your phone. Um, Mm -hmm. like maybe you have a little time to decompress and then you guys like have dinner together and it's no phones and you watch a show together. And I feel like that just ultimately like sparks like romantic time and like quality time and you're just like more on the same page. I don't know. What, what would you say? I agree with you completely. And I will say, so moving in with your significant other for the first time, it's a big change and like living with <laughs> someone is a big change. So just don't get caught up in, you know, the little things where you're like panicking because your routine's thrown off. You kind of have to lean into the change in order to mm-hmm. get your new routine and just, yeah, don't let it affect your relationship. Still find time for each other. Um, I like the gnome phones at dinner for sure. Just like having time to have conversation with each other. Um, anything else? Um, just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, sometimes just like if there's a certain night a week that you're busy or he wants to do something with his friends, like that be your night where you do your normal things that you maybe don't do or get as much of, but yeah, it's going to be just a transition So like Riley said, lean into it, but just make those conscious or conscious, I can never say that word, efforts (laughs) to just do fun things that kind of make it feel like you're on a date night at home or like finding a show or just quality time to catch up and talk to each other. Um, I say one thing Ryan and I do at the dinner table is uh, rosebud and thorn. I think I told you about this. Yeah, you taught me this and I make everyone do it. I love it. Oh, yay. Okay. So I'll explain it pretty quickly, but it's just a great conversation starter, especially it was a huge adjustment for Ryan and I, when he was working and talking to people all day and I work from home and I don't talk to people all day. And I like, it was just opposite. Like he was drained and I was ready to like (laughs) share all the things. And so Rosebud and Thorn is basically the best part of your day, the most unexpected part of your day and the worst part of your day. And you share that with each other. And I feel like that ultimately over a good meal, a nice glass of wine, like it's just going to spiral into a great night. So highly encourage couples to do that. It's a really great conversation starter. And you do with your friends. We do it at girls nights and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a good advice. Well, with that, I think our happy hour has come to an end. Thank you guys so much for listening in to this Girls' Night podcast, Drinks on Ice. We are brand new to the podcasting world, so please feel free to share this podcast with your friends, family, girlfriends, anyone you think would love it. We would so appreciate it. 
Yay. Yes. And we can be found at drinks on us pod on Instagram and on TikTok. We're also at drinks on us, um, pod on YouTube. Obviously, you know that if you're watching the YouTube video version, um, but we want to give you guys one last cheers and toast. Cheers to you, Rye and cheers to everybody listening. I hope you guys have a great organized week. Do that brain dump, try a habit stacking. Um, and thank you so much for supporting drinks on us. If you don't follow us already, Please subscribe, follow, leave five-star review, share it with your friends. We want this girls' night to get so big so we can just have all the fun in the world together. So um, thank you guys so, so, so much for listening. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Yay. Love you, Rye. Love you. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 